Chapter 1 It had been nearly a decade since I slayed my brother, and I was still mute from fate's punishment. The witch had stolen my siren out of spite, and as I stared over the aquatic scenery from my office window, I wondered if I'd ever get my voice back. My computer buzzed, interrupting my wandering thoughts. I swiveled the chair around, dismissing the view of the Pacific for my oversized cherry desk. I glanced at the instructions that flashed on the screen, clenching my teeth in response. The next menace on my list was a bicorn. I hadn't run into one of those bastards since the fall of Rome. It seemed one had come out from hiding and started a killing spree, calling the virtuous and devoted men of... I stared at the city and let out a silent laugh. What the hell? Las Vegas? That was not expected. My fingers poised over the keyboard to question my handler's judgment. The last place I wanted to go was the desert. Besides, everyone knew there was no virtue left in Las Vegas. I slammed my nails against the proper keys and sent the city with a question mark. The space between my desk and the door shimmered, and the newly crowned fate stood before me. This girl was stuck somewhere between teen and adulthood, and she seemed much softer than the bitch who had been on the job since I escaped the binds of hell. But as anyone who encountered me knows, looks can be deceiving. Word on the street was this little young thing was the one who killed the wicked witch. I still had yet to pass judgment on whether she would follow in her predecessor's footsteps or not. As if she understood my hesitation, she slid a printed instruction paper onto my desk, tapping it for emphasis before she settled in the overstuffed chair. Yes, Las Vegas. And this bicorn thing is killing people that aren't on my list. I'm sure you remember the imbalance that occurred the last time someone started reaping those that weren't on the list, she said in her soft, young adult voice that made me want to strangle her for stupidly passing up human existence for this godforsaken joke that was immortality. I huffed at her. I remembered the catastrophe as well as she did. It caused another breach in purgatory, which has kept me busier than I cared to admit. At least fate and death had a handle on one of the beasts from the inner realm, Leviathan. I'd hate to be the one who had to corral that monster. I remember, but really, isn't there anyone else? I signed. She raised an eyebrow. Do you see a line of bounty hunters behind me? She hooked her thumb at the empty space over her shoulder. This wisp of fate was definitely not a pushover. But it's the desert, I signed. Being that far away from the ocean was bound to create some issues for me. I never strayed that far for very long, and the desert was one place I avoided at all costs. Fate glanced out the window and sighed. Lake Mead is nearby, and if you're in a pinch, you can always take a dip in the fountain at the Bellagio. I stared at her and cocked my head, narrowing my eyes. It's not the ocean. My hands moved faster with my agitation. She sighed. I know, but you're the only one I have at my disposal. You've got Leviathan, I signed. She laughed a full laugh that was both endearing and grating. Can you see Levi in Las Vegas? Okay, she had a point. Leviathan, in his true form, would likely destroy the city like something out of a bad Godzilla film. I slowly shook my head before turning my chair around, so I faced the sea. Ms. Paradox, I know this is hard, she started. I glared over my shoulder at her and then twisted my chair so she could see my hands. It's Kylie, and you have no idea what the desert does to me, do you? I looked back at the ocean while silence filled the room. Fate stepped into my line of sight and leaned on the windowsill. She shook her head and her chocolate eyes softened. She really hadn't been in the position long enough to see what the effects of being landbound did to me. Three days. That is all I ever have away from the sea. Seventy-two hours, and then this form begins to break down. 
I waved at the Barbie doll figure I was cursed with. It starts with dry skin, which isn't that uncommon away from the water. But the dry skin leads to my hair becoming like corn husks left in the sun too long. Can't you bring moisturizer? She asked. But it wasn't in the least bit sarcastic. She was honestly thinking human moisturizer would work. Fate, you really are clueless, aren't you? I signed, wishing for my voice so she could get the nuance of sarcasm. First of all, please call me Julia, she said and shifted. Every time I hear the name Fate, I think of that bitch that had this job before me. She shivered and glanced out the window. And as for being clueless, yeah, I am. In case you hadn't noticed, I'm kind of new here. And the only thing I have about you is the contract you signed. Her gaze swiveled to mine. But I do know the contract is binding, and I can't change that, even if I wanted to. You will be released when the last creature is returned to where it belongs. 